This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on the Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And our goal is to make our listeners really well educated about real estate so that we make very informed decisions. Um, We have a group of 4,000 realtors here in Fresno County, Madera County, and um, we are um, trying to do our best to help out. And especially during these times, it's a little different out there right now. Um, And who would have thought that with the COVID thing that, going on six months ago i thought oh my gosh we're in for a horrible ride well the ride went the other way and it's actually been very very good today we have a really special show because we have a couple of guests that are going to be here uh one of them is right here right now carrie catalano of catalano fenske and associates did a great job good morning don it it was really hard uh pronouncing fenske catalano was easy for me I'm glad. It better be. <laughs> That's right. Um, hey, we may even be cousins. Who knows? Could be. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a little later in the show, we're going to have Matthew Grundy of Habitat for Humanity on the on the line. And we've got some interesting things to talk to everybody about. But first, I want to give a little bit of an update on the market. And uh, I... First, but first of all, Carrie, tell us what you do because I also would like to get your perspective on these market stats. So you're really not a professional real estate agent. So no, not at all. But I'm a homeowner, and uh, for my day job, I do uh, communication and marketing work and fund development. That's why I'm here today. I've been working with Habitat since 2004. And I think the uh, it's a very unique world that we're living in right now. I think companies have gotten really creative in how they're going to conduct their day-to-day businesses to keep their employees safe, to keep the economy going. And I'm really excited with what everybody is doing to move things forward. And I think what's really great is, as I told you earlier, is I know that your membership is doing an amazing job for the clients that they're serving. Uh, as I said a few minutes ago to you before we came on the line, my neighbor sold their house literally within three hours of the sign going up. And while I'm happy for them, I'm devastated for me because they've been amazing neighbors, but it really shows the power of your membership and what's going on in the real estate market. It's amazing what's going on out there. It really is a very neat system that the realtors have and it's called the spirit of cooperation. And home ownership. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, home ownership and property rights are fundamental in our beliefs. But that spirit of cooperation where two competing companies come together inside of one transaction Mm -hmm. to make two different parties happy, that, I mean, that's amazing. I think it's great. And because, well, the the thread, the common theme is the same. They want to help the individual achieve their ultimate dream of home ownership. And I think... Now, I don't even I think I know in this climate of COVID, the value of home ownership at home really resonates with more people, regardless of what the future might look like, because 
when you're sheltering in place, you want to have a space to go in your backyard, you want to be in your front yard. And that's why I think home ownership is really exploding in our country because people are saying, wow, I just don't want to be cooped up in my apartment. And that might be something they need to do for that moment. But home ownership is really still the American dream. Yeah. Last March, when they gave the stay at home orders, I'm thinking, oh, man, this is going to just kill our, our, our real estate market. Mm-hmm. But I guess the key word was home, stay at home. And pe- it made people appreciate their home more. And, and, and home improvements got done. Oh, yeah. My backyard has never seen this much of me ever, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say the same thing, but I'm busy in the real estate market. So. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And also as president of the association this year, I took on an extra job. And that's something we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. a little later in the show. But I do want to give some stats. And you as a homeowner, I'd Mm -hmm. like your commentary on this. So the the median sales price in Fresno County is now at $312,500. That's up from, in the last three years, from probably $260,000. So that's a nice little bump for uh, those who believed in home ownership. It is, and I also think it's a, it's a testament to the Central Valley and people wanting to live in a tight-knit community. I've lived here all my life, Don, and you have too, and I think when people look at Fresno, the greater Fresno area, the Central Valley, they're saying, the hustle and bustle of major urban life might just not be the best place for me to grow and thrive with my family. I don't wanna be on the road for four hours a day and trying to get to my job. So the Central Valley offers a really unique play opportunity for families to actually own a home, save a few bucks, put their kids through college, maybe spend three and a half hours less on the road and commuting a day. And really, I've been here my whole life because, and I've never wanted to leave because it really is the best place to leave. We have the best people living here that maybe were born and grew up here, but also a variety of people from throughout the country that really adds a neat texture to our community. I was recently asked, uh, where are all the buyers coming from? And the assumption is they're all coming from the Bay Area. No. Do you know every buyer that I've come in contact with is local? Mm -hmm. They're making a move up. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're selling their smaller home, buying a bigger one, or in a couple of cases, they're actually downsizing uh, because they don't need all that extra room anymore. And we're in an interesting market where you can do both. All So it's not just selling your home. It's not just buying a home. It's the process of changing homes. Mm-hmm. And it actually takes some skill to pull that off, um, to do it simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Mm-hmm. I recently had one where I had multiple offers on a mobile home. Now, you know, that, that was unthinkable just a few months ago. (laughs) But um, we actually took an offer that was contingent on the sale of another home. Now, anybody would have thought I was crazy for for being a part of that. But the uh, sellers, my clients and I talked about it. And it's they happen to have been from Kerman also. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I told them that they had to sell a home in Kerman in the 225,000 price range, their first comment is, oh my God, that'll sell fast. Mm-hmm. So it was a contingency that we were willing to take the chance on. It went flawless. Well, 
when I bought my first home and then we were moving to our upgrade to our second home because we bought before the first um, real estate boom in the early 2000s. So we were able to sell and upgrade because we bought at 80,000, sold at a really much higher value price to get a nicer home in the same neighborhood. And we had the same issue. There was a contingent for the other person to sell their house first before we could actually get our home. And luckily the market was so hot that it sold right away. But after that, guess what? The market tanked. So we were very fortunate at the time. So what's really great is folks like me that don't know a great deal about real estate, we could rely heavily on you and your members and you're a trusted commodity in the community. And so I think for me, if anybody's wondering, can I trust these folks? The answer is yes. You're really looking out for our best interest, Don. And that, that's why I think your association is so amazing to really helping us achieve home ownership, get us over the little bit of the fear of purchasing a home because it could be scary, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like buying a car. Mm-hmm. And I like that, what you said, we're a trusted part of the community. And as we get into the show a little bit later, we're going to really get into that. And, and you can tell us why and why you chose us to, to um, help with this special project. I do want to make something, uh, another thing. You said, and then the market tanked. Okay, so I'm hearing people say, oh, yeah, with all the uh, forbearances that are out there, that uh, we're going to have a ton of foreclosures. In fact, I probably get two or three emails a day from companies back east trying to sell seminars on how to sell foreclosures. Mm -hmm. There is a huge difference between this time and back in 2008. I just mentioned that uh, median sales price, 312.5. All right, just a few years ago, it was 265 in that range. All right, that's equity and because the lenders are not doing what they did back in 2005, six and seven, making 100% loans on adjustable rate Mm -hmm. loans um, and with no documentation Mm -hmm. and cash out refis. Back in 2008, when this thing started, um, very few people had equity. Mm -hmm. Most people have equity now. Let's say you did a forbearance and so you're three months behind but you have $80,000, $150,000 worth of equity, you will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, whereas before you might say, well, shoot, I'm, you know, I'm underwater. That was the big term back then, being underwater. Mm-hmm. We're above water right now. Feels good for everybody to be above water, right? They feel very secure. I think the banks learned a valuable lesson. I think the government institutes some new regulatory requirements. Um, you really do what what we're going to talk about later is really timely to this top conversations about families uh, re, uh, really achieving home ownership in a way that they could afford to do it right that's right um here's another interesting statistic 70 over 70 percent of the listings have sold uh quicker than 30 days but you still got to do it right or you're going to be one of the 30 percent and 30% is still a substantial number. Those 30%, some of them have been on the market three months, five months. They didn't do it right. They didn't price it right, present it properly, or get it marketed right. And by marketing right, I mean, I, there's be, one I've been calling them for 
wow, it took me three days to get my client inside. Um, you know, if, if you don't have access, you're not marketing it right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So don't be part of the 30, be part of the 70. But as I told you earlier, I think 70% is something we should celebrate about. Uh, that's huge to say we sold 100% of everything that was listed within 30 days would be like, wow, that would be like winning the lottery, right? So mm -hmm. I think 70% is good. And then you look at the 30% as a learning uh, example of how we can do better, how we could represent um, the homeowners better and how the realtors can maybe think differently about how we approach this. So that's why the association rate is really helpful to everybody. All right. Thank you, Carrie. And we are going to go to our first commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, where we're going to talk about Habitat for Humanity when we get back. Super Thank excited. You. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, with Carrie Catalano. And also, we now have Matthew Grundy with us from the, uh, he is the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. All right. Thank you for joining us. And um, if you could tell us, what is Habitat for Humanity? Sounds good. Oh, boy. Perfect. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you, you know, Habitat for Humanity is an organization committed to helping families realize uh, safe, decent, and affordable home ownership. Uh, but more pointedly, Don, I would say Habitat for Humanity is an organization that's just intent on loving its community and putting God's love into action by bringing people together to build hope. And so I think that's really the essence of who we are. I agree. Yeah, and um, Habitat for Humanity here in the um, greater the, Fresno area. Okay, about how many homes have been built through Habitat? So Habitat uh, as a whole, uh, Don, has is the world's largest uh, private affordable home owner builder and uh, was founded in 1976. And here in Fresno, we've been here since 1985. So yay, we're celebrating our 35th anniversary. If you can do the math real quick, all you mathematicians out there. But uh, here uh, uh, globally, we've helped improve housing conditions for over 30 million uh, families. And here locally in the greater Fresno area, Fresno and Madera counties, uh, we've improved housing conditions for over a thousand families in our 35 years. Over a thousand families locally. It's amazing, right? Right. Yeah. And I got to tell you, last week I was on a family reunion Zoom call. So we had, I had relatives from around the country, Alaska, Vermont, a uh, couple from Italy. And when I mentioned that we were doing this project with Habitat for Humanity, right away the one for Vermont said, oh, they are a great organization. You know, Alaska knew all about it. Um, so you guys are making an impact worldwide. So that's right. That's right. And it's only it's only able to happen Don, through individual wonderful individuals and organizations just like the Fresno Association of Realtors. We we can't do it alone. The only way we're able to do this is the community benefit 
organization is through community support. So, All right. And with that, I'm going to ask Kerry Catalano, what, what's going on between Habitat for Humanity, Fresno Association of Realtors, ABC 30? Well, I, Matthew said everything that I wanted to say about the work and the love of Habitat in this community because uh, we are really just about improving lives, improving community, and giving a tremendous amount of people of hope that there is a brighter future ahead of us. And the way that we get to that brighter future, Don, as Matthew will agree with, is really about the partnerships with others. Uh, our work at Habitat for Humanity is not done at a singular level. It's done with the whole world, right? What we do is to give people decent shelter. We give them a place to put their um, to land at the end of the day. And we know building homes in the greater Fresno area requires partners, a partnership with folks like the Fresno Association of Realtors. And Habitat, a couple of years ago, became a veteran, a certified veterans affiliate. And while we do serve veterans through a host of programs, we have not really had a concentrated effort to build a home exclusively for a veteran. And when I approached you um, and your membership a couple of months ago, said, hey, we really would love to be able to partner with you to celebrate our 35th anniversary of service to this great community. Um, your association comes out all the times and builds a home, and which is amazing. But why don't we put our collective efforts together to raise some dollars and some awareness and build a home for a veteran? And we want to do this because there's so many veterans in our community that have really served us and they serve us well every day, but yet they don't have the blessings of buying a home. And that's where Habitat comes in. And so when we approached you about this, you were, you didn't even blink. You just said, Carrie, anything for Habitat, anything for our community, what do we need to do? And I said, well, let's partner with ABC 30. Let's share the excitement with the community that Habitat is going to build a home for a veteran family. I said, you done. We need to raise some money. And it gets back to the point what Matthew said. This is a shared responsibility, right? It doesn't matter if your donation's $1 or $1 million or $50. Every penny matters to Habitat. And so I'm going to let Matthew talk about where we're going to build the home because it's all about community and we couldn't do this without our support. So I just want to say thank you to the association and the community. But remember to give, Don, we go to Habitat35.org. Habitat35.org. Really easy, right? 35th anniversary, Habitat, debit card, easy. And I hope people make the decision as fast as I did. When you pitched it to us, I didn't even let you finish the sentence. I said, we're in. I did forget that we still need board of directors approval, which we unanimously got. It, it was but. so easy. I mean, <laughs> so so uh, on your 100th anniversary, right, you built a home in partnership with Habitat. It's our 35th anniversary. What a great way to celebrate this ongoing relationship. And I, I think it would be important if Matthew could have a second to talk about where we're going to build this home, uh, Don. I don't yeah. know if we have to go to a commercial break or no, not. No, we don't. So, Matthew, maybe you could talk about the extension of this partnership of where we're going to build this home. Yeah, great. Gary, such such wonderful points you call out, and Don uh, just underscores your heart. I know your your uh, father, I believe, is a World War II veteran, so I think yes. this this certainly um, hits home. I think to a to a lot of folks, and and Carrie hit it on the head when 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 he mentioned it. You know, we 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 know that uh, veterans uh, have sacrificed and. And, and, and demonstrated the greatest amount of love you can give. The Bible says, you know, there's no greater love than this, than to lay down your life for a friend. 
and and that's what our veterans do. That they, they, you know, they served our country well, and so we we feel that particularly now in this season, um, it's not only a societal uh, obligation, but it's a moral imperative that we honor our veterans the best way we can. And so, um, to answer Carrie's question, we're excited to partner with you and the city of Clovis, actually, and ABC Thirty as we prepare to build two homes uh, in partnership uh, with the city of Clovis. And you all, uh, right on the corner of Sunnyside and 4th Street um, in the city of Clovis. So uh, we're, we're really excited and eager for this. Um, the, the, the city of Clovis has, has ongoing and consistently demonstrated a willingness to partner and help build affordable housing in the community. And so we're, we're glad to do that with, with the entire group. So the city of Clovis actually donated the land? Yeah, so the city of Clovis is in the process of transferring and donating the land to Habitat. And that's, you know, something you, you know, we certainly don't take for granted. Um, but again, it takes many hands, uh, as, the, as the old proverb goes, you know, take many, many, many in the village, you know, to, 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 to raise um, things the way they should be done. And so we're, we're really thankful um, for the city of Clovis. And you know, and Don, I think what's really interesting, it's um, it's difficult to be an elected official at any given time. We always tend to, as a media, you know, the media in this country tends to focus a lot of effort on the things that are not going well, but not as much time on the things that are going really well. And we know at Habitat that the community has a an amazing loving heart and that our elected officials really want to do right by all people even though it's not always shared through the media. The city of Clovis and the city of Fresno, and actually everybody that we've worked with, Madeira and, and so on, have really been supportive of Habitat's work and wanted to do, have always wanted to do the right thing. And so the extension of this construction in Clovis has just been a decade, decades long partnership that Habitat has had with Clovis. So the people of Clovis are generous. The elected officials are amazing. And we just could not do this without everybody. And when Matthew started with us and, you know, five years ago, I think it's five years ago yesterday, Matthew, maybe, right? <laughs> That's, that's right, five years ago this week. And and his big thing was, it just takes everyone, everyone. And when we really begin it, when we really took on and owned that everyone mentality, Don, we really took off with our work because more people joined our game. And so that's why this partnership with you and ABC 30 is amazing. You know, earlier I mentioned how the realtors have that spirit of cooperation where two different two competing companies come together to make one transaction. It sounds like a Habitat build is truly the spirit of cooperation because you have more than two. You have three, four, five uh, entities coming together to make this work. Then you have many, many members of the community pitching in a few bucks here, mm -hmm. some money there, and um, that helps build it. So we maybe... Uh Absolutely. Yeah, the realtors can Absolutely learn from Habitat. Don. Well, and vice versa. You know, what What Carrie mentioned, what you're alluding to, Don, is that, you know, the reason why Habitat has been so successful over the years, and been a white knight of sorts in the room often, is because we attract folks from uh, that are rich and poor, that are black and white, that are on the left or the right side of the aisle, 
that uh, of any background and belief um, or no belief, um, simply because we're united um, by this call that everyone deserves a decent place to call home. So that point that Terry was mentioning and you're underscoring is that we can find mutual mission. And particularly in a season like this, when society is kind of in an upheaval and folks are dealing with the outcomes of a pandemic, we need organizations like Habitat and like the Fresno Association of Realtors to find common place and common bond. And I think the two of our organizations both value um, and have common interest in home ownership. We know that home ownership creates an opportunity for children to have the stability to learn that leads to future job opportunities, that helps uh, residents avoid negative health outcomes, that ultimately allows folks to have to create generational wealth and realize the American dream. And I think that that common mission that we share is something is a reason why we, we got together. And think what it does for the community also. As people drive down Sunnyside and over there by Bullard Avenue, mm-hmm. Sunnyside and Bullard, they're going to see one, two uh, newer homes. And uh, with, and because your homeowners that you choose help build it, there's a pride in there. And I'll bet they take good care of those homes too. So what's that going to do for that community? You, it's going to improve it. You should see it now. And I, and I think this is one of the oldest neighborhoods in the city of Clovis. So it's really nice to be able to invest uh, dollars into a neighborhood that really is looking for uh, a piece of the action in terms of revitalization and investment. And Matthew will tell you, just on the couple of homes that we built in this neighborhood, it really, it's infectious, right? People get very excited. And what's even better about this is that these families get to live in an amazing community, access to amazing services, good schools, close to the library, grocery store down the street, bus route. Habitat is all about making sure that we put our families in a place where they could grow and thrive. This is an investment in an organization that invests in families and that investment continues to grow and grow and grow. For those folks that say that home ownerships don't help our families achieve financial stability, they're absolutely wrong, Don. Mm-hmm. Home ownership is the key to generational wealth and get, lifting our families out of poverty. And I know that the local governments and the state and the federal governments need to invest more heavily in affordable housing because we want it to be a win-win for all. It could be a win-win for all, Don. It really can be. And that's what Habitat brings to the table in partnership with your members. Win-win. You know, so- you, you know, Carrie, you, you brought up a really good point. I just would love to just underscore, you know, the, the house of Don and everyone listening, we're, we're we intended to build for, for and with uh, some veterans. Um, it's across the street from two homes we recently built, uh, completed. And I was speaking with the neighbor of the recent habitat, the recent habitat homeowner across the street yesterday, and she was sharing that one of the other neighbors, that the non-habitat homeowner, came to her this past week and said, "You know what? Habitat is so amazing. It's actually improved by your coming here. It's actually helped and improved our entire neighborhood." It's the age-old thing, the rising tide lifts all the boats. See, at Habitat, we don't believe in a handout, but a hand up. And when we are able to build safe, decent, and affordable homeownership in an existing community, like the two homes we're going to be building with veterans, it actually will help complete that community and, and add to that local tax base, and everyone wins. So it's, it's an exciting thing. Okay, we do have to go to a commercial break, but I have something really great that our people can do, our listeners can do during the break. Uh, what's the site to go to to make a contribution? 
It is Habitat35.org, and it is mobile-friendly. So if you're sitting looking on Facebook, uh, go to the Internet, whatever Internet you use, and go to Habitat35.org, bring out that Visa debit card, and make a secure donation today because the donation is going to go a really long way, Don. I'm excited about this, and but now we have to go to commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scardino, your host, and I'm ready to play. We're, we're going to build a house. We're going to build two houses. And I brought a hammer here, remember? I have it, a hammer here today. You asked why I have it. Yeah, I was a little uh, intimidated when you walked in with it. <laughs> well, I wanted to lay the hammer here on the table so we remembered exactly why we were here. All right. Did you have to bring such a big hammer? It's actually bigger than my whole body, practically, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it borders on being a sledgehammer. <laughs> okay. Well, we so we have Carrie Catalano with us. We have Matthew Grundy, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity. And we have announced that we're doing a partnership, the Fresno Association of Realtors, Habitat for Humanity, along with others uh, who are contributing, ABC 30, um, uh, the city of Clovis. Mm-hmm. Others are, are participating. We're going to build some homes, a, a home, hopefully two homes, for um, a veteran. Now, Matthew, if I could ask you, how do you go about selecting the family that gets to, to yeah. get into this home? Yeah, great question. So the, there's three criteria, Don, and everyone listening. Uh, in terms of selecting a home buyer. And the first is need. The buyer must demonstrate a need as measured by living in substandard housing. Um, Substandard is subjective, but it could mean overcrowding. It could mean living in a health, in a home with health or safety issues. It could mean uh, 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 local gang activity. It It could mean a lot. Now for our veterans, it's important to note that um, in the U.S., there are over 4 million veterans that are, that are spending more than 30% of their income on shelter. And then there, there are another 1.5 million that are spending over 50% of their income on shelter, which, which means that they're making some tough choices, you know, food or shelter, um, health care or shelter, which has led to oftentimes veterans living in substandard housing. And so need is something that we're really focused on um, in selecting a partner home buyer. The second criteria is uh, ability to repay. So um, because veterans are often cost burdened in their current living conditions and what they pay towards their current living expense, um, we have to make sure that the, the borrowers can and the buyers can actually afford what they're paying. So one of the misnomers at Habitat is we give homes away. Uh, that's not true. Uh, folks must buy their homes and and, but they must be able to afford it. So what we do is we actually partner um, with home buyers and no more than 30% of their monthly income can go towards their mortgage payment. And so we're giving folks an opportunity to secure an affordable home loan. Finally, uh, buyers must be willing to partner. And Don, you alluded to it earlier, but willing to 
partner means is putting in good old fashioned sweat equity on your home. And so every home buyer must put in 500 hours of work either on their home and a neighbor's home and elsewhere in the community. And in exchange for that time, they receive a total of 50, up to between 15 and $22,000 in down payment assistance from one of our banking partners. And so that helps them get in affordably. They, they, they actually will very much care for their home after they've helped build those walls. And that's why we've had such a great track record and success. So those three criteria, Don, need ability to repay and willingness to partner. And folks can potentially qualify. I like that one about the ability to repay. So I think our listeners need to know this isn't a gift. This is a lift, a lift up. Love it. That is correct. That is correct. And I think that's important for our donors because we look at our donors as investors in our mission and our ministry, but also in our families and our community. We lift neighborhoods. We lift families. We lift community. And we've talked about this for a number of years, Don. Um, our, our neighborhoods are really the core of the backbone of our community. People talk about retail districts, downtowns, shopping centers, but it really it is our neighborhoods where our families grow and thrive. And when we invest in families and neighborhoods, uh, we all succeed. We see a greater tax increase, a greater tax base. We see the stabilization in families. We see students doing better. This work, the work that Habitat does, I could say this with all my heart. There's nobody that does it better than Habitat because home ownership is our fundamental priority, bringing the community together to help these families and the love we give to everybody we serve. There's not one other organization that does it just like we do. And I would be happy to hear if there's others. I just don't know of them. Well, the real theme seems to be partnering. It is. Yeah. Uh, and and sharing the credit. Sharing the credit's important. If you're going to partner with somebody, you, you can't say it was all me. It has to be no. a sharing. And I think what, what Matthew has done in five years is our, we become secondary to our partners, right? When our partners feel that they are making the difference, that they matter, that our donors matter, that our families matter. It's really infectious to be a, some, a part of something so positive, right? That our leader sets the tone for everything that gets done. And I think that's why you've seen this explosive number of families served because Matthew came here for a reason. I've been with Habitat a long time. And the number of people we've served in a variety of the ways we have served them is just amazing. And I think what Matthew maybe could also tell you is that we've been serving veterans through another host of programs. And maybe Matthew, you could talk about our acts of kindness and our rehab programs just a tad, because I want the listeners to know it's not just about new construction, it's about preservation, right? And yeah, restoring yeah. too. And restoring. Yeah, Matthew, right. could you tell That's us right. what else you guys do? Sure, well, first I have to take the moment to really um, applaud both you don and carrie because it's it's and the entire community frankly because to your point it's not just one person or one entity it's god's grace working through all of us coming together and carrie's the poster child for not taking credit for stuff and and really pushing other people forward and so he certainly knows that well but to answer your question yeah our commitment to the community and and veterans it goes beyond um just new home construction because safe and decent housing doesn't just 
um, exists through new home construction. It comes through investing in existing housing stock. And so the National Low Income Housing Coalition has shared that 2.5 million veterans are heading households that are at least 55 years of age, Don. And of those 2.5 million veterans, 24% have housing cost burdens and their homes are deteriorating and they might, in, they might desire to age with dignity and age in place in their existing homes. So one of our programs that we really love and we've launched in recent years is our, is our neighborhood revitalization program. And one of the, one of the uh, components of neighborhood revitalization includes what we call acts of kindness. And acts of kindness is where we just show up with community members and, and folks of, with skills or no skills at all, and we just say, hey, can we love you today? Can we mow your lawn? Can we wipe your windows? Can we paint your fence? Can we take out your trash? We just love you, no strings attached. And what we'll do is we'll provide some minor beautification to that home. And like Carrie mentioned earlier, that has a ripple effect in the community. Right. Um, another program that, that's more in, that's even more deeply involved is our home preservation program, where, as I alluded to, with folks that are in, in, that desire to age in place and age with dignity, we'll actually do things like build access ramps um, for perhaps disabled veterans, uh, mob, uh, help to improve the mobility and the accessibility. Um, of those that live within, adding things like grab bars and 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 better shower heads and et cetera, or more critical items such as HVAC repairs or uh, or replacements, um, um, things like roofing, um, all those sort of things that really can extend the livability of a home. We're committed to doing through our programs. Great. So you don't just build; you do these acts of kindness where you help people just do the typical maintenance on a home, mowing a lawn, pull, pulling weeds, yeah. uh, home That's preservation right. maybe. My, and, uh, my mother was a beneficiary of, of a county program many years ago where they helped her put a new roof on. She had mm -hmm. to pay them back, mm -hmm. but um, you know, it, it was, she didn't have that cash at that time. So this program really helped her out. It really is important for our local government agencies and our CBOs to understand that, you know, we're all in this together, that we're not giving a handout, we're giving a helping hand, because it really is not all families have ten or $12,000 sitting in the bank to do a roof repair or a major home improvement that needs to be done to preserve the home. And that's where Habitat comes into play and other programs as well, really helping families maintain the homes maintains the quality of the neighborhood, maintains the safety of the community, keeps that tax base robust so we could afford all the other amenities that we need to have to have a thriving community. And that's really what Habitat's been doing is really having a broader conversation with all the policymakers and community that building homes is great, preserving them is amazing, and investing in the smaller things like mowing lawns and picking up trash is really impactful, like Matthew said, because it's infectious, Don, it's infectious. And I also think before we go is, when you're trying to sell a home, because also when someone puts their home up for a sale in a neighborhood, and five or six of those homes in the neighborhood are you know, run down for a host of reasons, it really does impact the property value, the ability of that homeowner to sell that home, and impacts the neighborhood. And that's where kind of folks like Habitat comes in what's going on with the family maybe they don't know what the services are to help them maintain their home that's what we're doing 
All right, great. We do have to go to another commercial break. Got to hear from those sponsors, right? That's right. (laughs) But don't forget, Habitat35.org is where you can make a contribution to help help us out and partner with us. And with that, we'll be right back from our next commercial break. Cool. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And for you that listen a lot, you know that I get inspired by music. It's a great song. I was going to dance right here on the desk. Yes. You and every other guest uh, starts dancing like that. Just... But let me tell you the effect it had. Okay, so the prior one, we had, um, well, our music today, the home yeah. that built me, made yep. me think of what my home means to me mm-hmm. and growing up as a kid what it meant for me then the next song put me in coach i'm ready to play it's mm-hmm. like yeah i want to be a part of this habitat for humanity build i want to be a part of everything else but then i was here one saturday and we we're doing september and we had already committed to habitat for humanity for this partnership and it hit me that hey we can do more than that september We're going to do it in September. So here's another project that the Fresno Association of Realtors is doing in September. We're having an essay contest called Homewards, and it's for kids. Um, We have three categories based on your grade level. So, for example, high school students, they can type into a uh, downloadable, fillable uh, format uh, an essay of up to 150 words what my home means to me. Mm-hmm. A little tip here, I'll bet not one kid talks investment. Those kids are gonna teach the adults what a home, home ownership is all about. It's about a place to live, a place for your family. Um, all right, so the way that you can uh, do that, have uh, go to the FresnoAssociationOfRealtors.com uh, website, and you're gonna see the HomeWords essay contest mm-hmm. and you could do that today you can do it through the month of september and we're going to have some prizes for the kids that that give us some of the best sound bites that we can use on this radio show i think it's a great exercise for all the kiddos that are uh doing school from home i think the value of home ownership and spending more time at home with their moms or dads or both while they're still trying to get an education. I think it's a great time to do an essay. I also would say maybe while the kiddos are doing it because the parents are home more, maybe the parents should do it as well because they might feel a little bit differently just about what that investment means. No prize for them, just some extra brownie points. Thank you for adding that part in. No prize for the adults, but yeah. (laughs) You should disclaim that, hey, I'm a little bit older than um, 12th grade. You know, Don, I, I you know, um, my family did the best they possibly could do throughout their life. And I always wondered if I would ever be able to own a home. You know, I went to college. I was the first one to go to college in my family. You know, we all have a story to tell. And I always knew I wanted to own a home. And I was really, I just remember my first realtor, Barbara. She lives down the street from us now. And she really made that dream a possibility. She walked me through the fears of don't worry about the monthly payment. It's cheaper than rent. What about that property tax bill? Oh my God, $3,000 a year. 
when you come from not much and then you see that you're having to pay all this money back, it is really scary. So I just really want to give some testimony and some appreciation to all of your members that really made my journey and so many other people's journeys so much easier because it was scary to buy my first home because I didn't even know if I really could afford it. And it was really great to have that dream, a childhood dream to become a reality because it wasn't really something I was raised with, right? That you mm -hmm. could have it. Mm -hmm. I just knew I wanted it and yeah. it was possible, right, Matthew? Well, well, Car well, since we're telling stories, if I could just weigh in too. That's, I mean, it's awesome, Carrie. And, and I agree. I think for those of you who are listening out there, I think we know what it what it feels like. That those of you who are home, home ownerships, we know what it feels like or what it felt like. We got the keys to that home, even though it was a little scary. Um, perhaps signing that <laughs> that deal, we we knew the empowerment and how it felt to have something to call your own. And and I think that's what we're we're hoping to offer. Now I'm a person who's come from homelessness to home ownership, and so I've seen both sides. And, and I think it's even all the more reason to give towards this campaign. I, if I can, Don, I want to share just a really quick um, email that I received the other day sure. um, from someone that I think will, will give folks a little, little bit of an idea of who we hope to serve. This email says, hello, um, I served in the U.S. Navy mm -hmm. and I'm considered homeless, living at home, um, uh, uh, as li living at home front for homeless female veterans um, and women with PTSD, um, which, which I've been dealing with. I, I've been getting treatment for my symptoms, but at the same time, my husband is also homeless, living in my car, and um, he hasn't had a chance to take baths or get out of bed out of the car for some time. Um, can, you, can you help us get a small home to live that can be affordable? It's been a long, hard road, and if there's any way you can help us get into a home, how, how much you suggest we go about it? Um, this email um, typifies, Don, the type of person, uh, a human being, um, that deserves honor. I mean, imagine uh, a gal and her husband who served our country well coming back and living in a, in a second world situation or third world situation. It's not okay. It could be our mom, it could be our dad, it could be our brother, sister, our son or daughter. And so this is why we're doing what we're doing, partnering together to help build for and with our veterans. So just thought I'd share that. If I could share a story that I had about 20 years ago, helping some people and they, they bought a home, I was giving them the keys that first day of home mm -hmm. ownership. And I always enjoyed that. It gives me a really neat feeling to give homeowners their keys, especially the first time. But these people said something that will stay with me forever. And I think it's the, it's the, what drives me the woman was really crying when she got the keys and i'm not just your typical tears she was really crying mm -hmm. and her husband said you have to understand five years ago we were homeless we were living in our car and now to have a home for our family holy smokes mm -hmm. that one touched me yeah and it was a hard escrow i feel like i had to drag him across the finish line <laughs> but it was oh so worth it. 
Well, dragging folks across the finish line is all of our job, right? Because it's scary, it's unknown, um, and some sometimes our own insecurities come into play, Don, and that's why we're all in this together. As Matthew has said, it takes everyone. And Matthew's right about that email. You know, he shared that with me, and we all have a moral obligation to helping as many people as we can. We don't step over people at Habitat. We look directly at them. And that is really important in recognizing the needs of every human being in this community so we can make it a better place. Um, Matthews agrees with that. Everybody at Team Habitat agrees with that. And that's why I knew when I approached you about this, you were, of course, going to say yes, because you believe in that too. And Habitat35.org Habitat35.org, I say it twice because I'm a broken record, but it's an easy way for folks to make a secure donation investment in a veteran. How easy is that, Don? An investment in a veteran to In serve, our community. In our community and to honor even that email that Matthew got. Um, and we're going to work on that. Matthew and I are going to work on that one because we, we – our job is to help people get connected at Habitat. So we're going to work on that too. So Don, I know that um, we're just super excited to partner with you and your team. All right, great. And, and I, I'm really excited about this. I'm also excited about the Homewards Essay Contest. So remember, uh, go to FresnoAssociationOfRealtors.com and, or actually it's FresnoRealtors.com. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, it, it'll pop up either way but uh, you'll see the Homewards Essay Contest. Another thing the realtors are doing in the month of September, we're contributing to the Community Food Bank and we're trying to help raise some money for, um, for the, th those that are hungry, homeless, hungry, and the growing children. So I would like to take this opportunity to thank our partners, Habitat for Humanity, uh, Carrie Catalano of Catalano Fenske and Associates, ABC 30, One Putt Broadcasting yep. for putting on uh, this show and help giving us this format. And I want to thank all of our listeners out there that are going to contribute. Habitat35.org. Right. So, got to get that in. They'll never forget <laughs> that. Thank you, Matthew Grundy. Oh, thank you, Don, and thanks, Carrie, and thanks, everyone. By the way, as I go, if you haven't visited our restores, we have three of them. Go visit this weekend, Labor Day weekend. You can refer refurbish your home at a fraction of the cost, and all the proceeds help build affordable home ownership in our valley. That was a great way to close the show, Don. It is. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. God bless, everybody. Bye-bye. Selma Auto Mall, home of 11 new car brands, over 1,000 new and